Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I thank you for what you're doing in this congregation. Yeah. I thank you for what you're doing in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Wait! I welcome what you're doing, Lord God. I bless what you're doing. And I ask for the increase for my brothers and sisters in this place. Fine. In Jesus' name. I thank you, God, for the plans that you have for them. And I just, I commit this time into your hands in the name of Jesus. Whoa. Amen. Now, you guys are, are receivers, a lot of you. And, uh, but I just want to, you know, just do the... <laughs> you doubly connected for a moment. I want everyone to put your hand on your heart or your stomach. Take your pick. Whoa! And I want you to say, Father, Father, please speak to my heart. Please speak to my heart. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm kind of, whoa. <laughs> it's always good to do what God's doing in the place. You know, and to, to reflect that. So I just want to honor that first. <laughs> just stick with that. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, before I came in here, guys, um, I just praying and stuff. And first thing I got was this picture of, um, it was almost like a tarp. And it was like, it was like taking the cap off of something. But it was very easy and light and small. And you guys are coming together and just speaking to that. It's like you're pulling the cap off. And it's like it's releasing God's glory. It's releasing His presence. And I, I, I felt like was, the Lord was saying that the vine, is it vine or the vine? Either one. Okay, the vine. <laughs> it's a place of worship and of encounter with the Lord. Come on. Encounter with the Father. And uh, what I saw was it was like as you're just entering into the stuff, by that I mean, you know, it's worship, but it's all the things that we do in the Spirit um, that we're, when we're connected with the Lord. And it is a, a heart attitude of worship. I just saw that He was spilling that out and it was flooding into the neighborhood all around here. It was flowing. I just saw mysteries. You guys are like, you were revealing mysteries in people's hearts. You're revealing mysteries of the kingdom in this area to the people around. And it's, it's happening, it'll happen first here with your group, but he's going to have you take it out into the area around. And I believe that that's a strength that you guys have in this place. So bless you guys. Yeah, um, okay. So this is my family. Tim, Samantha, Karina, and River. And I wanted to thank you guys. You, you guys have been so kind, so supportive of us. You know, so many things. You, got, you know, when we, you guys came, you brought you know, some presents for us and stuff. That we just so appreciate that. You guys are great. You just have been, been so encouraging. And I just wanted to thank you for that. Yeah. Um, wow. Everything I talk about, okay, I'm talking about ministry and stuff that we're doing, but God is doing something else. He always wants to do something in us, in the service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, God is, there's, he's, he's doing stuff, okay? And uh, um, I just see fire, guys. 
His, his desire to set us on fire in a greater measure with Him, with His presence and by His Spirit. And if, if you are desiring that, just begin to, to draw in your heart on this. Father, I release your fire yeah. into this place in the name of Jesus. Let the increase of that come on every hungry brother and sister in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. So anyways, I lived in China for 19 years. This is a map of Asia. You can see the surrounding nations. And then you can see Thailand just to the south. It's also colored in red. This is China here. It's a smaller nation. Can everyone see that? Yes. Um, basically, uh, and our friends here from Japan, you can see it here in purple <laughs> over on the side. So we're all in that same region. This is the most populous region in the entire world. You know, it's also some of the least reached regions in the entire world. Japan, Thailand, these countries, and several of these countries around. There's so many different nations and people groups that have not yet heard the gospel. And uh, so we're, we're living in Thailand and our friends here are living in Japan. This is a hub. This is a place that needs to hear the gospel desperately. There needs to be churches planted and people saved and all that. And people have typically named these countries as being hard to reach places. Whoa! You get there with an airplane. Yeah, get there with an airplane. That's all I say. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, I, what I thought, what the, Lord, the thing that the Lord has been challenging us with, um, hard to reach, you can get the right airplane. <laughs> by that, by hard to reach, <laughs> that is supposed to mean hard to see people get saved. That's right. Preach the gospel, and they're like, no, thank you. That's your Western religion, or that's your whatever, um, and stuff. And I, I would like to propose I don't know, like everywhere, but I believe it's this way everywhere. Sometimes we're not presenting the true gospel in a way um, that Jesus presented it. Yeah. Often we're, if we're just using words, less words. God will use words. But if we're trying to use mental arguments to convince people that they need to be saved, uh, I know in Thailand, uh, no success. <laughs> There's immediate walls. I am Buddhist. I am whatever. Um, but the Lord is training us in, in the things of the kingdom and releasing His kingdom to people in love to the people around us. And when God's kingdom is released, and presented in such a way in love with the release of science, miracles, and wonders, we've seen instant changes in the heart and minds of people. Jesus said himself, the harvest is, is ripe. That's right. He said that. So there is no hard nation. Come on. Yeah. There is no hard nation. Now there is hard stuff. Yeah. Sometimes that we go through. I don't like to believe that's necessary I try to get out of that mindset because I don't like the hard stuff. But we've been through a lot of hard stuff. And my encouragement with that, connecting in community, connecting with each other, being part of a body that does life with Him, is to, to start with talking about doing life with Him. That's where it starts, us in our relationship with the Lord. 
And a lot of times, we just love the worship. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, really. That was great worship. It was awesome worship. It was awesome because it led us to, to, to see Jesus. Right. And to see God, to see the Father in a, in a deeper way. And uh, <laughs> so praise God for your heart to be able to lead us to minister to the Lord. And we get in that place of like, wow, I feel God, I sense Him, I feel joy. This is neat. Yeah, I like this. I like church. I'm reading the Bible. Wow, God spoke to me. I feel life. Yeah. You know, this is where it starts. It's us in our relationship with the Lord, doing life with Him and receiving from Him. And it's awesome. It's, it's, it's where we begin. It's where we start. It's where life begins in the body. You know, and often just pulling out you know, there's, there's others around us. It's not just us and about us, but we realize there's other people around us that are also worshiping God and focusing on Him and receiving from Him and taking from things from the kingdom that receiving the joy, the peace, uh, the encouragement that we need in the body. And I want to talk a moment about... How do you read this? In Canada, we say leafy. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Wi-Fi. 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 So it's just Wi-Fi values. I want to just propose this, okay? You know, we're with partners and harvest as well. You guys have both fire values. So I'll talk to you about that in a minute. You already know about it. Just to make a connection. But a lot of people are living under Wi-Fi values. Yeah. What is that? What is Wi-Fi values? Thanks for asking. What's the name? Whoa! <laughs> so a lot of people in the world, and some people in the church, we have Wi-Fi values, and this is an acronym. It's an acronym for whatever I feel I want. That's the world. That's how we live day by day. What do you want? I think I want pizza today. What kind of pizza? Our choices are getting becoming more and more in this world. We have so many choices. We like choices. Uh, I, I don't want pizza hut today. I would like Papa John's. Yeah, I, I want I want something else. I have a choice. It's all it's our values in the West we're where we're based on what do you want? I want this. I want that. And a lot of times our decisions of how we guide our lives is based on what we want. Whatever I feel I want. Based on what, what we're, our feelings and desires. It's not, a, not, God's given us desires. It's not a, like a, a bad thing, but when we become centered on ourselves, and make our decisions, especially our major life decisions, based on what we want, what I want. And uh, it's it's not a kingdom value. Yeah. Ouch. And I'd like to talk about FI values. <laughs> What's that? Thank you for asking. <laughs> FI values. You know, you all know from um, you know, the whole Partners in Harvest, the Fire Valleys, the Father Heart, F is for Father Heart. A lot of us here have had an encounter with the Father, uh, and we've had a, a, 
that we felt an expression of his love in our lives to some degree. And the I is for intimacy. See, when we begin this journey with the Lord, we're stepping into this covenant, to this relationship with Him, and have a revelation of the Father's heart. Has anybody here not experienced the Father and His love? Step back and disconnect from relationship. 
with that brother or sister. That's our way of, of, of self-medication. Right. Of not dealing with the issue. Yep. Of not connecting. But God has called us to fire values. Yeah. Do you remember what F stands for? Yes. I? I couldn't hear you guys. Can you speak a little louder? Sorry? Intimacy. Intimacy. I hear it from here. Can everyone say one, two, three? Intimacy. Yes. Thank you. And R, for the restoration of the heart. God wants us to step beyond just the Father, heart, and intimacy, but to actually find healing in our hearts and to, to, to allow the Lord, the Father, to come in and bring healing into our hearts. And a lot of times, sometimes for us, the first step is forgiveness. Yep. You know, releasing the person that offended you. Yeah. Sometimes it requires uh, talking to them personally. Uh, that's between you and the Lord, but you know, often just releasing that person, forgiving them from where you are right now, will bring a greater release of freedom into your heart. And you know, we're in a constant walk. I don't know about you guys, I think maybe all of you are perfect. <laughs> but for me, <laughs> I almost, yeah, okay, I'm working on I'm working You're ahead of me. Uh, well, you know, this is forgiveness. That's something I've been through a million times a day. And I know for myself, uh, it's a lot. China, there was a lot. I mean, it was like, I don't know how many million times a day, almost every encounter on the street was another opportunity for me to forgive. Mm. Whoa. For me to release people around me that offended me again mm -hmm. through their... <laughs> which is like, it means it's like foreigner, but it's also a little bit derogatory. It's something like, that I would hear it, you know, say time after time. It was like, okay, I forget that. I forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, if I didn't do that, it was like, you become disconnected with the people. And it's like, just learning to walk in that forgiveness. But in the church, it's, it's really, we're, we're, we're more than just strangers in the church, we're family. Yeah. And that gives us a lot deeper uh, opportunity to, to forgive. It's just more deeper stuff. When I was with my wife, before we were married, there's stuff I just wouldn't talk about because I didn't realize the need for, uh, for intimacy. You know, and so what it would look like to her was she'd say something that offended me, and I'd look like this. Sometimes in my mind I was going, I forgive her. What was it the other time? What's that? What was it the other time? So, but I need, I need to learn from her, I need to connect and say, well, this is what's going on, you know. What you said kind of offended me, and uh, you know, this is, you know, we, we talk about it, and it would actually take us to a deeper level. And I realized, well, she's not a stranger like people on the street in, in China. I, I've got to take this up a level, yeah. <laughs> and start communicating and talking with with my with my two B wife. So E, rest, restoration of the heart. E, we know it's expansion of the kingdom, yeah. evangelism. And that, and that as a community, as we're walking in wholeness, and even with, you know, in the process of walking in wholeness, is taking it out beyond 
ourselves, our four walls, into the community. That's what I saw with you guys, too. It was coming out, not like this, oh, I need to dig it. It was more like just this natural flow of worship, like from a well overflowing, spilling out, and just flowing out to all the places around here. Come on. And, uh, and it was revealing mysteries, specifically revealing mysteries in people. It was revealing, seeing the gold in people. Oh, and revealing mysteries to them in different ways. So, what are you on? Are you on Wi-Fi or are you on fire? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> wow, I didn't even draw a connection. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Whoa. So, that's something to ask yourself, you know? Are you on Wi-Fi? Are you on fire? Are you somewhere in between? Good. You know? Yeah, that's really good. We need connection with each other. Just show us some pictures here. Each step of relationship for me has, has taken me into deeper opportunities to forgive <laughs> and deeper opportunities to grow in love. Uh, this, is, this is me. I'm pulling up a picture of my daughter, Karina, sharing with a group largely of ex-prostitutes that come off the street now daughters of the Lord learning about the Father heart of God and what I realized for me with having a daughter that it created a greater capacity and greater love beyond just having my wife but to see women as daughters and to be able to love them and see them from the Father heart In China, just different things that we did. And also, it changed my perspective on life. This is a group where we taught um, the John G. Lake course, the healing course to them. I began to see people not as, uh, as workers, like, you can come work for me and do this, and I pay you a salary, but you're a son, yeah. you're a daughter, and I love you, and, like, <laughs> it's, it, I, something became more, as it walked more and more in the father's heart, it was like, I, I started to see it as wrong. To actually see these people as co-workers, I saw them start to see them as sons and daughters, as people that, that God wanted to impart His love to, because they themselves they need to be able to to know God as Father. And he wants to use us as, as leaders, and He's talking about each and every one of you to father people, to mother them, to love them. So we're in Thailand. You know these guys. Out on the street. I'm going to show a, a video in a minute by my wife. Um, but just, just wanted to share a few things that God has been doing. The Lord connected us in community uh, on a treasure hunt. I was walking and I met this, this lady in white, wearing the white uniform. It's, uh, she's a doctor, and it ends up. We met her. I was going around with a group praying for people in the hospital. And <laughs> And we, we decided that we were going to meet under the sign number five. And uh, after we prayed for people, and as we were standing there, this doctor comes through, and she recognized other people that were with me. And this is how we got this introduction. She happens to be a leader in the hospital of her ward. And she was declaring from that moment that this hospital is open to healing. It is open to the gospel. It is open for God to move in signs and miracles and wonders. Wow. She said, I never walked through this gate. I just happened to, my husband happened to walk to drop me off today. And we were meeting at 5 o'clock under this 
sorry, number five. This is how we met. And uh, I, I joined a prayer group with these guys. And these are the, this is her husband, he's from Austria. And uh, this is another Malaysian brother and a Polish brother. And we meet on Friday nights to pray. And it's not just like, oh, uh, 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 you know, just, we're like, we're pressing in for God as a community. From, from hearing, we're like more in the spirit. We're, it's less about words, it's more about just often we're just praying in tongues, or you know, when God gives us words, we're praying to different nations wow. and uh, into different places. And there's also a map of our city, it's about the size of the front here, a map of Chiang Mai, Thailand, and we'll pray over it. And uh, well, I'll talk a bit more about that later, but remember this next. This is us. So, <laughs> this is a place now, it's called New Day Chiang Mai. And God's giving us lots of opportunity to do life with Him in community. Awesome. And it's great. And it hurts. It hurts. a lot. But it's great. Um, so we get together. Basically, every time we have a, a, a normal service, we a normal service, <laughs> we'll have a meal together. Lots of different people coming in. It's multicultural, uh, largely Thai, different foreign community people, different nationalities all moving to, to Thailand. Some as missionaries, some to work, some just visiting. And also, there's a large Chinese population there as well. So, we get together, we worship. See that screen there? Thank you guys. <laughs> we get together and we worship, and that often in different languages, Thai and English mostly. This girl got saved by, by coming to communion. Yeah. We're like, we're taking communion, you know, but this is for Christians, you know. And she's like, okay, I want to be a Christian. <laughs> so she's like, okay. She gets saved right there and she takes communion with us. And um, yeah, so. God is good. Doing community, he's drawing people. One of the things that God talked to us about is that in this land is hungry people. They're hungering for the Holy Spirit. Come on. They're hungering for, for the gospel of God. And you know, often our job is to proclaim that and just to, to let that come into reality. Because we've seen the future. God told us that's why we moved there. I heard a church that's after his heart, hungering for the Father. The, their minds and hearts set on Jesus, having having uh, spirit filled, whoa, lives worshiping God, following after Him, and uh, so that's what we're there for. And we meet in our home currently, and you know things vary. Sometimes lots of people, sometimes not so many people. But, you know it's community. You know people leave, you're like I forgive you. you know, I love you. I bless you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but more and more, it's like um, we're, our family, we're realizing just, you know, it's family, getting our kids involved and wanting to, to for them to uh, have, start, spend sort of a, a, a child's program um, based on the supernatural, hearing God's voice as a child, walking with God as a child. And when we did that, well, actually, like, um, <laughs> Yeah, I need to watch tonight. So let's get that straight. 
running the stream. So outreach, this is the E, the evangelism, and you know, taking the, the, the gospel out. So right now we're doing a, a few different things. We've got the hospital outreach, treasure hunts. Anybody here not familiar with treasure hunts? Um, Red Light District Ministry, which my wife spearheads. And God, through these other people, you mentioned. I'll leave this testimony for another time. I think you guys have probably heard it anyway. But the whole point is do life with Him everywhere. Do it out on the street. Yeah. Walk with Him. It's learning to, to value the presence of God and steward the presence of God wherever we're going. That's what the whole treasure hunt is about. It's just keeping our eyes and our minds and our focus on Him while we're going out. Hearing God for people around us and speaking into the each situation, releasing God's love. They need a healing, praying for that healing, blessing them. They need encouragement, you know, giving that word of encouragement to them and just loving on them. Whoa! I get it. The miracles and stuff, they're awesome. But, you know, they're boring without love. You know? They're boring without a connection with the Lord. The most exciting thing is to be able to know that you hear the Father's voice, to hear the Lord Jesus speaking to you every day. His words are life. His rainbow word, what he's speaking to you each day, that, that is what gives life. And sometimes you can feed on that for like months because he's so encouraging. But we're the current, just encouraging to take that out with you everywhere you go. And he'll bring connections. He'll bring the connections with people. Whoa. You know, so that one of the things that been focusing on too is just doing stuff doing some trips back to China you know, to share the Father heart and, uh, to Pakistan coming up soon to um, yeah to, to teach the John Chimney course to a group of leaders there which is Johnny Lake is like a healing course uh, and this the Pakistan has been opened up for us to to come and to, to share that with them. Um, this group that I mentioned, this is one thing. Whoa. How's my time? I'm getting close right now. Getting close. Alright. Whoa. So anyways, this group before we were we were playing over the map of Chiang Mai. And I'm looking at it and I'm seeing this this highlighted place. And it looked to me like a map of Canada in my mind's eye. This is like you know we're just praying and stuff like that. I saw this 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 uh, map of Canada and I was like that's weird. And this song comes into my head. This land is your land. This land is my land. I think you guys have them in America. Or something like that. Yeah, it started here, right? It started here. Oh, no, it didn't. It started up in So, anyways, the song's going in, and then the, the scripture comes to me Ask of me, and I will give you the nations, and I will give you the utmost ends of, of the earth as your possession. He's talking about land. Come on. In that yeah. scripture, Psalms 2.8. So I felt like I needed to tell these guys, this group of four of us, we need to ask for this piece of land that's highlighted in the middle of the map. And it happens to be Chiang Mai University ah. and Chiang Mai Medical Center facility wow. attached as one. And here I am with this doctor. Before I said any of that, this doctor says, I feel that we need to go to the dean of the university and to, to honor him and to bring a proposal to him to open the, the door into Chiang Mai University that has never been opened before. Come on. 
<laughs> to do ministry. Yes. And she says this, and I see her, you know, when I got it, we're getting different pieces of the puzzle, and I, and I share this, and they're like, oh, we need to pray, we're praying, we put our hands on the map, we're asking for this piece of land. Like the next day, she knew this, this dean of the university and called him and said, we'd like to meet with you. And the guy was like, um, okay, when? He gave two dates. And uh, the, the two dates were September 1st or September 5th. And we talked as a group. What should we do? And everyone's all you know, spiritual. We're like, we need to go for the fifth. Grace, the word grace. We're going to walk in. And it was like, wow, this is all spiritual and awesome. And I'm feeling this great vibe. But then I remember this is my wife's birthday, uh, September 5th. How can I spend this time when I'm honoring this dean and not honor my own wife? Uh-oh. <laughs> it's not good. As my daughter would say, not good, Dada. <laughs> so I was. <laughs> I, I actually, I felt like the least spiritual power in the entire world as they were all in this wonderful vibe. Yeah, we're going on the fifth. You need to make a decision. I said, you know, the fifth is my wife's birthday. We could do it. If it's God, I'll go do it. But it would be really hard for me. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, I felt like, you know, like I was bursting a balloon bubble. We were seeing a bubble, bursting a balloon. Yeah. Um, my English not so good. <laughs> so I shared that and it felt like flat you know, I was like and then I felt flat saying it I felt flat in the reaction and there was this kind of like, oh, we'll pray about it we'll decide <laughs> about two weeks and I was like, okay and I prayed, my prayer was more like Lord, help what do I do? I have a wife, I don't want to show dishonor to her by, by spending all this time preparing to, to honor this dean guy and um, God worked it out, you know? I'm not, I wasn't saying God heard my prayer or their prayer. Like it, was, it wasn't like this, ah, Jesus. It was more like a blank prayer. So, anyways, in the end, after the delay of the decision, the dean himself decided it will be the first, yeah. uh, fifth. I was like, yes, thank you, Jesus. And I don't say that like, you know, I'm in competition, I don't know, but it's just, you know, that's not God, but for whatever reason, God heard it at that moment. And, um, you know, our romantic story is another reason, I don't know. But I just share that because sometimes, you know, when you're working things out in the community, sometimes it feels a little fleshly and unspiritual. Yeah. So it's something you've got to hash out and just, you know, do it in love yeah. and share it um, and go for it. And, uh, oh yeah, one thing the doctor saw me, she had this vision of me <laughs> wearing a black suit with a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> If, I said, if that's God, I'll do it. <laughs> I, I didn't wear a suit since I was married. Yeah. And uh, so I, uh, I, but I remember that. She saw this other brother wearing, this brother here, Peter, wearing white, wearing a silver suit and all this stuff. And so I, I, she said, I see you wearing this black suit and we're going towards the front of the dean and we're making this presentation to him. And so he's signing a paper and God's using the open doors to change my university. And so, in faith, I was like, I need to get a suit. I need to get a black suit at the time. Um, <laughs> it was crazy. So, there we go. Look at that. So imagine Pastor Anthony with the beard. You can wear a suit too, you know? Yes. You got one for a wedding. 
the one thing is it worked. This is the dean here. He has the yellow tie. Um, it was a, the, the process of hashing it out. Was like I was more afraid of the suit than the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like inconvenient. It cost money. And like, well, what about this and that? You know. And I was in Malaysia uh, doing a so with a, for a conference, and a friend of mine just said, you know, I. I don't like the suit idea. Do you have any idea? Yeah, what do I do? And and he was like, you know, I know somebody here that can make a suit oh. for a really good deal and all this. And I went there, you know, it was inconvenient. I had to walk for like an hour in the car and stuff. And this is really far away place. But all this is, they're just saying all this stuff, there's this hard work stuff yeah. that's not fun. And it's like, you sweat, it's like, you know, it's just, it doesn't feel like God in the moment sometimes. Yeah. But it's essential. For the end, wow. the end was all this. We got before this team. We're sitting down for whatever reason. This is God. I'm not saying whatever, but I was weirdly in this place of honor. And it, there's all these great guys there. Like this, this yeah, guy that was a host. This guy hosted Bill Johnson, Heidi Baker, and Bangkok, and this huge 5,000 people auditorium. And he's there with us, oh. representing his church. And there's like these other guys. That, this one guy here is like he's a developer and he's drops millions on projects, building projects and stuff, and there am I, this church planter missionary. Come on. What am I doing here? <laughs> and I'm sitting in this, oddly in this place of honor, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> And then in the middle of this, I think it's this doctor who's this head in her, her department, and that. She, we all see each other as, as brothers and sisters, and she's a person that really walks in the spirit. Um, she's been with the bakers of Mozambique, and it's that whole connection. Connection with that, they can't have this well. And um, in the middle of the meeting, she's just falling on the spirit too. And she looks at me and says, Do you have something to say to the dean? And I'm like, Yeah, I do. <laughs> I was getting this prophetic word. And it's like, and it and was only the first part of it. I was like, Okay. So I just spewed out. <laughs> and I feel like I like prophesying in this, in this board meeting. We're sitting around this table. And prophesying with this dean. Wow. I was seeing like life coming from this dean. Whoa! He's a non-Christian Buddhist guy, okay? Mm -hmm. But I, could, I, I saw God moving through him and doing stuff and releasing life into the community, into the neighborhood. And just kind of like, you know, holding, you know, himself back a bit. Um, it was just wild. Yeah. <laughs> so we were, we were in the end of the newspaper and all this stuff. But anyways, from that, it's like he, he said, Steve said, all right, you guys, um, Dr. Panina, Dr. Finch, she will be an uh, ambassador for you. And if you have anything that you need, proposals or whatever, you can come through her and give me that. And so a friend of mine has already made a proposal for a coffee shop in the hospital come on. where he can where they could preach the gospel to the nurses and the staff there. And there's a proposal being made for a piece of land right in the middle of Chiang Mai University, a student center, where we could preach the gospel to the students. Have a place of like having coffee, relaxed place, and a, a venue for the gospel to be preached to them. And so this is in process right now. And we need y'all's prayers. Because it's been intense, yeah. real intense, you know. But just say this: it's like just a crazy group of people in community coming together, 
praying, hearing from God, walking with God, taking little steps of obedience. Sometimes it's very convenient. But working together, seeing God take the land, and he's being literal about it. Come on. Very literal. I just wanted to share the video now. Um, ready to go? my wife, Samantha, you guys have been, Pastor Anthony and Pastor Cameron have been with her on the streets. Uh, this is my wife sharing her heart, what she's doing. I hate it, she said, but my father and my brothers must eat, so I work. That is the essence of the sex trade in Thailand. It is their duty. But in their eyes, it's all their work. Tonight, like every other night, this whole area will fill up with sex stores from USA, Canada, the UK, Europe, all over the world. Sexual exploitation, prostitution is an affront against human dignity, and it goes against everything Jesus died for. It is a global epidemic, and it cannot continue on our watch. This ministry is Holy Spirit inspired, Holy Spirit led, Holy Spirit sustained. I started visiting this one particular bar out of concern for the kids I'd seen hanging out there. The bartender was pretty closed off to me initially, but over time, she began to share more and more of her heart, more of her story, how she'd been widowed, lost both of her parents, and overcome alcoholism. Her face beamed with pride, describing her hometown, a beautiful farming community, steeped in poverty. Her face fell as she said, but there's no money there. How can my kids go to school if I can't pay? I don't have all the answers, but I know the one who does. Can I pray for you, I asked. She nodded. As I prayed, tears streamed down her face. The presence of God was all over her. He was touching some deep, deep wounds, wrapping her in his pure love. Recently, I took a guest outreach team with me to see her. And as she sat down, she laughed and said, every week she comes to see me, introduces her friends, brings me gifts. And then she got a bit serious, looked me in the eyes and said, but I don't do anything for you. My response was from my heart. You give me your friendship, that's worth everything. Yes, she said. I give you my heart. Now that she knows I love her, now that she knows she's loved, now that she's encountered Jesus' presence herself, now she's ready to hear about his love, the good news of everything he died to give her. I believe she's not far from the kingdom. Our passion is to run with him to the darkest places of Thailand, championing his message Jesus himself says they are worth his very life, his very blood, but there is a better way. There is a way of escape. There is a hope. There is a life. There is a beautiful future for them in Christ. He is relentless in his pursuit of these precious sons and daughters. And it is our joy and our honor to run with him, compelled by his love, threatening these priceless ones home to the Father. See them set free, healed, restored, made 
ask yourself, you know, what, how, how, we just ask the Father, how, first, if you're to be connected with us in ministry, to what, to what level that would be. I just, I just want to pause for a minute, just, let's do that. Everyone just close your eyes and say, Father, what part do I have in this? Is it giving? Is it going? Is it praying? Just ask the Lord. Just encourage you to be obedient to the Lord, to whatever He does share with you. This is a few things that we have needs for. Let's go there one by quickly. This personal support, a vehicle. We're out on a treasure hunt. This guy's like, God's touching him. He's the treasure. God led us right to him. And he's like, but I need a way to get to your home <laughs> for the meeting on, on Sunday. And we just started to realize, hey, we're, we're getting overwhelmed. We need this God expands things. We're going to need extra space to be able to bring people in the vehicle into the our meetings. Looking at three venues with, with my wife, we're talking about a place in the red light district. Mm. Yeah. We're praying about that, but we feel that necessary to have a presence there as well. For our church to have a venue for a meeting. We've been meeting in our home, but it's a little hard. It's one of the things that is actually becoming a hindrance uh, for people coming. And uh, also the Chiang Mai University. Please keep that in your prayer. It's been a real intense couple weeks as these things are being processed, you know, especially the, the, the university one. Um, and international trips as well, so places like Pakistan and that. And just these are the different ways you can help with us, you know, prayer, giving, come visit. Yeah, if God is telling you, you connect with me. I will talk about it. I just have this here. If you'd like to receive our, our newsletter, keep connected with us. We send one out regularly. Also on Facebook, if you friend us, we give regular uh, reports on what we're doing. Like, you know, especially if you're a prayer person, uh, just to keep us in prayer. I just will. Um, is there a good place to put this that people can? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time. I yeah, guys. Yeah. It's not too close.